Hi, it's Pam. It's time to Pammy's Chit Chat Podcast, so let's get to it. Let's chat. Let's talk a little bit about the Royals. Just a little bit. Stay with me. It's just, it's just a little bit. Just a little tiny thing. Then I want to dig down into an interview in Interview Magazine by Sandra Bullock with Jennifer Aniston, and I want to talk some things about about that, how... Mm, I, I want to talk about the interview and then some of the issues that, that they brought up in the interview. So, s- stay with me. Harry and Meghan, did you hear, slipped into the 305. Yes, they were in Miami recently, very, very recently, and they were attending a J.P. Morgan conference where Meghan introduced Harry, spoke about her love of Harry, and then Harry spoke. Now, People are still bashing them, especially her. Like, like she's the Cruella Deville. Who knows? Who knows the real story? We don't know the real story about them. But I'm hopeful. I am very hopeful. They are two people trying, I think, to be normal in a world that's anything but normal. I, I think they're struggling. I think Harry is for sure struggling. So I hope they found they find center. I I really really do. It's like I recently told someone if you keep your feet on the ground, if you if you can manage to do that, if you can manage to keep your feet on the ground, your head stays level and it really does help you. It's when you believe your own PR that things get crazy the people that can 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 stay centered in the midst of of fame and fortune or or misfortune or whatever they come through the tunnel they they make it through it may not look like much but they make it they make it through and that's what i'm hoping for the two of them Photos came out about William and Kate. I think their life must be very, very boring now that Harry and Meghan have left the scene. But who knows? Uh, Kate preens as though she's already queen. She has to plow through Camilla first. And I think that must be a very formidable thing to think about because you got to hand it to Camilla. <laughs> she is staying power. That broad, oh yeah, oh yeah, and I say broad in the, with all due respect. But let's let's move on. Let's talk about the interview in Interview Magazine. Now, Interview Magazine is not a new magazine. This interview with Jennifer Aniston, done by Sandra Bullock, uh, you can read it when the issue comes out in March of this year, next month. Or you can read it right now online. Go to interviewmagazine.com. But it's an old magazine. It was formed in 1969. So it's over 50 years old now. And it was formed, it was created by uh, Andy Warhol. And and so you can imagine the the nature of, of the magazine if you know anything about Andy Warhol. It was he had a he had a partner uh, uh, in the creation with the creation of of the magazine uh, a Brit a journalist uh, named John Wilcock and they created this magazine now the magazine has gone through 
it's morphed into many things and many, many, many changes through the years. It has a, a, a kind of a really interesting history. If you want to, if you care to read about just the history of the magazine itself is really, it was really interesting. It was relaunched September of uh, 18th, uh, the 18th, 2018. I'll get it out. Uh, and that month and year, they launched their they it, they published their 521st issue, and it was purchased. The magazine was purchased by the current owner, Kelly Brandt and uh, Jason Nickick, something like that. And it's an unusual spelling of his last name, but the magazine has always been devoted to pop culture. It it they interview focus on celebrities, creative types, artists of of all sorts. The magazine has is well known for having a nickname. Uh, it's the uh, crystal ball of pop. It's the crystal ball of pop. Is that magazine very very interesting? If you are interested in that sort of thing. What drew me to this article? What what came out of the article? Uh, some of the some of the quotes that uh, that uh, <laughs> that were given. Now Sandra has two children that she adopted. Jennifer has none. Jennifer is now 51, and or she will be 51. Pretty sure this year. I know she's 50. She may be 51 already. But I found it I found it very interesting the the quotes from her uh one thing that little just a little personal thing she said she wears hanky panky underwear and uh, i just almost purchased some of that at sex with avenue recently but i opted for a different brand but who little did i know who knew jennifer aniston wears underwear and she wears hanky panky so she really wanted to <laughs> she wanted to share that with everyone Sandra did a very funny, funny interview, but some of the things really struck me. I threw it. Sandra heaped praise on Jennifer. Jennifer heaped praise on Sandra. It was a love fest between them. But I, I, I truly do feel that Sandra is the more grounded, speaking of being grounded. I think Jennifer, since her 20s, has been you know, been around people who are, who built her up and yeah, she's been through some tough times, all of that, but she's rich. She does whatever, whatever she wants to. But one of the things that Sandra asked her was, you know, what do you, you what have you done? What do you want to do? You haven't done, you know, those typical interview questions, where do you see yourself in the future, so forth and so on. And and her Jennifer's response was really interesting. She said, it's not so much, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, about about what I want to do or, or that sort of thing. But she sees these snapshots in her head. And she sees, she can smell food cooking. She hears ice in a glass. She hears the ocean. She hears children uh, running around. This is the, this is the snapshot in her head. Now, the reality of all of that, if you step back from it, now I do go to the ocean. I do hear it. I, I do smell food cooking. 
Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's Gary. Sometimes we're at a restaurant. I do hear a child running around. It's my granddaughter when she's here making noise. But the, the thing is, you can see a snapshot in your head. And, and Sandra's talking about her kids. She never wants them to leave home. She wants, or she wants to stay really close to them when they go to college. They're 10 and 8, I believe, and she has a long way to go for that. So she should she should check back in with us when, when they're there, see how she feels after the teen years. But all of that is very, very hard in life. And I think, to me, that was the piece missing in the interview, in, in Interview Magazine, where Jennifer sees all of this in a snapshot. It's not real. She doesn't know what it's like to to have children in her in her life of her own that she's really responsible for. And she did say really smart things like we get to choose life. Your life is not completed if you don't have children or if you do have children, you know, it's your choice to have them, to not have them, to be married, to not be married. It's, it's all a personal thing. And I totally agree with that. If you don't want children, I think that's great. And people really shouldn't ask that of people because your life is complete the way that you structure it, regardless of what that may be. It's all very, very personal. Some people want lots of kids. Some people don't. Kim Kardashian recently, I just saw a little bit of a headline. I try to avoid anything Kardashian, but she said she could see herself having two more kids, uh, but she probably shouldn't. She didn't have all of the kids she has now. She used a surrogate for some of them, and I am not judging her on that. But let's get real. The quote should have been, I could have had someone else have children for me, but I probably shouldn't. That would be the accurate quote. But but, but as the, the interview went on, and these two incredibly talented women that have had, they have had their ups and downs in Hollywood, both of them. They have had awards. They have had slumps. They have had personal embarrassments and and trials and tribulations. But they were praising the time in Hollywood right now with the Me Too movement. And while I agree that everything is improving somewhat for women in this in this country in Hollywood, what the the piece they missed is. When they talked about age and your career's not over at 40, it's no longer, it's, it's these, these roads have opened up for women to do what they want to do, to be what they want to be until they decide they don't want to work anymore or, or all of that, you know, aren't we lucky they said Jennifer's is to be in Hollywood at this time. But what's interesting is in other cultures, it isn't that way, and I wish they had touched on that because all you have to do is look at Great Britain and the things they do. And I have talked about this endlessly, but they cast real people. Real people. They're not necessarily, I mean, they're actors and actresses, but they are they look like real people is what I mean. They're not perfect. They dress imperfectly, their hair isn't perfect, their makeup isn't perfect. They have done that forever, and they still do it. I wish they'd mentioned that, but at the end of the day, while they're talking about the, the you know, the, the things that they battle, and they, and they, you know, the difficulties in the, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, their lives, their lives, and how 
they get together at Jen's and they have these they 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 have these empowering speakers that Jen brings in and talks about women and and all this stuff. And I couldn't help but think about the real world and real women. A woman I talked to yesterday who had to raise three kids on her own in many ways. And it was a battle. It was a struggle. Those were real struggles. Get women like that in to talk to you and see how empowering you feel. Having the person come in with their incense and peppermint is all great and fine. I love incense myself. We burn it here every day. But be real. Let's get real. Let's get real. And and also, I wish they'd said something along the lines of let's look at this this photo shoot that we're doing for this magazine piece it's all so empowering the 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 careers that they have and where everything is now but when you look at how many people it took to pull off the photo shoot for Jennifer Aniston I just want to tell you it was hair there was and and under each of these categories Sometimes more than one person here. Hair, makeup, set design, production, digital technicians, manicure, photography, a fashion assistant, a tailor, a hair assistant, set design assistant, and production assistant. All of that for the seven photos, there may be more, but on the digital issue that I was reading, there were seven photos. Shout out to them. Empower them. Why don't you? I don't know. It's just, I guess, where my head is right now. I want to keep it real. I think while she did touch on how she doesn't like to read the news, see the news, because it it, it angers her, the division in the country. And it is, a, it is a, a very, very difficult time right now. I feel the same way to a certain extent. But People, I'm not Jennifer Aniston, and I'm not Sandra Bullock. And people like those two ladies, whether they're talking about empowerment and all of this, they need to take a stand. They need to take a real stand. They don't need to huddle behind the, the excuse of, oh, it makes me angry. They need to get behind a candidate. They need to get, they need to make a real statement, have a real backbone. And while you're seeing the snapshot, Jennifer, in your mind of the ocean and the ice in the glass, and you're in Cabo San Lucas living the high life that you earned, she earned, not judging her, but throw your hat in the ring. It's time. It's time. Not just the Me Too movement, which I am behind 100% and have been forever when it didn't even have that name. Throw your hat in the ring to help us in other ways in the country that we need right now. And it's too bad that Sandra, as the interviewer, didn't drill down a little bit deeper into that core subject. Jennifer threw her the opening, and Sandra didn't really take it in the best possible way. Go read it if you want to, but be sure to go read northpalmbeachlife.com. See what's over there. My podcast is there. If you don't have iTunes, you can find me there. Gary shows you how. He makes it really easy. I appreciate you being here. Write me if you want to. I'm at Pam in the 561 at gmail.com. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Stay with me.